Hi guys, thank you so much for downloading this episode of the What The Fartlek podcast. Matt and I are super excited to be joining you for about the next hour or so for some light-hearted, running-themed chatter. Isn't that right, Matthew? What? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Matthew. Um, before we do, though, we just want to ask a couple of quick favours of you. If you do enjoy the show today and you haven't already done so, please, please, please take a moment to rate, subscribe, review. This means that next week's episode will be available to download the minute it becomes available, but also it will help us grow our brand and move up the podcast rankings. Also, we're super, super active on social media and would love to hear from you. All of our info is in our bio. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. We also have a dedicated email account that's checked daily. Uh, If you've got any feedback, you want to talk to us, just come and have a word with us. Uh, We'd love to hear from you. And with that in mind, Matthew, should we get to the show? Let's get on with it. Are you alone, groupie, and are you enjoy your run? Back to take it easy, you're sharing a fragile gun. Whatever your ability is, it's a place to be. So welcome to the world of the run community. If you're 17, 25, push it in your I love that theme tune. <laughs> Great stuff, innit? It's, it's absolutely <laughs> the. It, we start strong and then peter away <laughs> slowly. I got myself singing it through the kitchen the other day. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Mediocrely doing me uh, all my house chores and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it gets into your head. We've, we've had some feedback on the back of the episode where the people love the theme tune. So. Yeah, they do, yeah. 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 I've got, in fact, if you're in my phone right now, <laughs> I've got it set as my ringtone. It's <laughs> 100%. <laughs> Oh, brilliant. Uh, guys, hello. Welcome to episode two of the What The Fartlet podcast. My name's Rob. Yeah, and I'm Matt. <laughs> and uh, thank God you came back. Yes. Episode one done us too. I've had good feedback from that. Yeah. Yeah, good really feedback. good feedback. Yeah. yeah. So we've not been... Well, we don't, we've not given up yet. So no, no. <laughs> it, it can't have been too damning, can it? Um, we have got another good show, I hope, planned today. Uh, do you want to tell everyone about our interview, Matt? Yeah, we've got uh, Bradley. Andy Bradley. Andy Bradley, yeah. Uh, run Bradders Run, run underscore Bradders Run yeah. on Instagram, yeah. yeah. Uh, recovering uh, brain hemorrhage sufferer yeah. and survivor. Yeah. Yeah, good chat with him. Yeah, brilliant. Is it, yeah, really, really, really proud of this one, I think. Um, the fact that Andy's story is very different it's to John Completely different, yeah, completely different. Uh, very different, but equally inspirational, yeah. I think, uh, mm. if not more so. Yes, um, definitely. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you don't want to miss Andy's story. It's a really, really good one. Um, and also, uh, in, not by design at all, but did you know that Andy is from the next town over to where I, I'm from? Oh, yeah, yeah, I listened to that book. I had a sneak peek of the uh, the interview, yeah, and he's, he talked yeah. about that, didn't we you? Didn't, we didn't realise he's, <laughs> yeah, he's from... He's from Heighton and I'm from Witness, which is about... It's like probably Sheffield to Barnsley for you. Right, it's, yeah. it's really close. So. Not, not far away at all. But, uh, but yeah, um, and, and again, even more ironically, not planned at all, during my story last week about my very embarrassing uh, yeah. top ten at park. Yeah, <laughs> you strive yeah. a wanker story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, Try to get that's, your top ten finish. That's Andy's hometown park run. Oh, is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's his local. Um, so we uh, yeah, we had a good laugh about that. And then also the fact that um, he's done witness partner as well, which is my oh, right. hometown park run. To meet up then when it all uh, 100%, all yeah. back. So yeah. there's the news, isn't there, now that we've uh, park run's going to be... Yes. Yes. Yeah. Good point, mate. So uh, we uh, we did our recording. We put a little bit of a a little bit of a disclaimer on, didn't we, last week? Because of the fact that we recorded it before Boris's announcement, uh, local lockdowns, and the fact that then Parkrun came out and said that you know in reality it's not going to be the end of October by Mm. the time it comes back. 
What, what, are your, what are your thoughts on that, Matthew? Well, I were looking forward to it coming back because obviously, that, like we said last week, that camaraderie and stuff that gets people uh, gets keep people out and running, it's just a bit of a setback for everybody, isn't it, I think? Yeah, it is. But I think it's it's probably the best decision, I think, with, with everything that's going off. Yeah. Do you, do you know what I think about it? Go on. So I'm gutted. I love partnering. I yeah. love partnering. And I think that came across when we spoke last week. Um, I think it's got so many benefits. Yeah. And, and I am worried about the impact it's going to have on people. But selfishly, as a parent, mm. um, and you'll be the same because your little lad's just gone into full-time nursery, my little lad's just gone into reception. Yeah. Um, I feel like my son has suffered from not being in school for so long right, yeah, at yeah. such an important That's, age. Yeah. And I'm going off on a little bit of a tangent, but for me, I want I want them to close everything before right. they close the schools. Right. Yeah? yeah. So the thing that I keep thinking about is close the pubs, don't yes. give us park run, do make me work from home, whatever you want, but just let my yeah. kids keep going mm. to school. Just because that social element of it, and it gets them yeah. socialising. Because if it had been out for months and months, not socialising with other children, yeah. it's it's going to be difficult yeah. for a minute. Yeah, and I, and I know that's not the same for everybody, and, and, and you know, and, and there's a lot of people very very upset by Parker not coming back, and completely understandably, and, and I do I empathise in a lot of ways. I was mm. started, I, I maybe a little bit naively, I started a new training plan. You know, I wanted yeah. that sub twenty minute. Yes. Um, I started that, that block of sweet speed sessions. Mm. I was ready to go, and I'm gutted. It's probably not going to happen now. Yeah, you want that? You wanted that official time, didn't you? Oh yeah, I'm not. I'm not just giving it a time trial. Now. <laughs> it's not on power of ten. I'm not interested. Um, but it's a it's a run, not a race. <laughs> it is a run, not a race. Yeah. Um, but Again. yeah, I think I think the main the main thing for me is on a bigger picture, hmm. and I don't know. Maybe it's just speaking as a parent, but I think as long as the schools stay open, yes. I'd rather they closed everything else or yeah. stopped everything else first. Mm. Um, so. Yeah, so but we're gonna keep keep an eye on it, aren't we? Yeah. As we go and keep talking about parkrun because it's a it's a it's a subject close to both our hearts and one that I know well, a lot of listeners are very keen to, to talk about. Well, quite close. I've only done three. Remember? Yeah, okay, yeah. So it's close <laughs> to my heart. You are a complete <laughs> novice. Uh, novice. Yeah, and uh, yeah. All right, let's move swiftly. Shall we move back on? To, move on to the uh, marathon. Let, there, let's talk about the marathon then. So yeah. it was exciting, wasn't it? It was different. It was. It was different. So what was it? Nineteen. Laps around 19 yeah, 19, yeah, I looked. I had to look that up because when, when I was watching it, I thought, oh, they've nearly finished now, running past uh, Buckingham Palace and that. Yeah. I thought, he's nearly done. And then they ran past the finish line. I'm like, what are they doing? It was lap one, wasn't <laughs> so it? So I had to Google, yeah, lap one, I had to oh Google. Oh my God, Kip Chung is over an incredible time, but he's done it in six minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I had, to, I had to Google what they were doing. And yeah. Obviously, they had to have it all blocked off so spectators couldn't so come and watch it, them. They called it a bubble, was it a bubble? Yeah, yeah. St James's oh, Park. Of St. Yeah, St James's Park. Jeez. Oh, horrible. And and by consequence it was slower, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. That um, and the fact that the weather wasn't great. But I'd sooner run in that weather than baking out. Baking out, yeah. yeah. Mm. Look at us talking like you know, <laughs> like, like, like we're elite athletes. Yeah. yeah, you should have done better, kids. Yeah. Um yep. so let's talk about the women's race first. The yes. women's race was awesome, wasn't it? So um so Bridget Koskai walked it. In the end, she mm-hmm. did. She did look a little bit under pressure at first, didn't she? she? Did, yeah, yeah. First half, but then she just she just pulled away. Um, uh, I think the, the final the final miles were the were the best bit of the uh, race. We uh, Ruth Kepengetic. That's it. Well done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and Sarah uh, Hall. She thought she would get in the the second place, didn't she? Well, Sarah Hall came back from fourth, didn't she? Yeah, she did. She yeah. Was, and that's an awesome story. I don't know if you know this, but you know about Sarah Hall. She missed out on. US, marath- uh, US Olympic place. Right. So the US qualifying was 
recently. Yeah. And she missed out. She didn't get. Right, she didn't get another that. place. Right. So this was a bit of a. Yeah. A trial. You could see that determination in her face. Well. Yeah. She just went like a clap. I think there were about four four laps left, and she 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 looked knackered. To she be fair. She turned it on, didn't she? She turned it on, yeah, and. and she was just hugging back. that inside line. What a brilliant run! Yeah. And then, and then, what I loved was the commentators. It got to about things about five hundred meters to go, yeah. and she was like thirty seconds behind. She went, yeah. "Well, my head says that there's no <laughs> yeah. way you can make up thirty seconds." But my heart wants her to have that sprint. Finish. And then she just took her. <laughs> yeah, I wish I was sat in front of the telly going, "Go on, go on, go on!" Do it. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely lost it. It was, it was a brilliant finish. It was. And then we also had the British title. Uh, Natasha Cockrum, yes, Welsh runner. Yeah, yeah. She's a she. She's a well. She was. I don't know if she's anymore. She's a more. She was a more way running ambassador like me. All right. Yeah. Nice one. Yeah. They, obviously, this there's a real wide range yeah. of capabilities. There was a, she's like the Welsh. Yeah, I'm thinking why? Why have they got her and why have they got Rob? Welsh record holder who who just won the yeah. British title and they've got me. You got you got some sixty partners. <laughs> 60, 60 partners and a sub four hour marathon to his name. <laughs> and she's going out and smashing a two, two hour thirty three. <laughs> yeah, incredible, isn't she? But yeah, uh, that that was really good as well. And that added a little bit of spice to it. And then, mm. I'll be honest, I, I thought the men's race was a letdown after the women. Yes, it was. Yeah, I, it, I, I know mm. we'll talk about the the ending being quite exciting, but I just thought the women's race was brilliant. I thought it was absolutely brilliant. Yeah, and then um, it, it worth what, especially then the last couple of laps. Much more year. engrossing, mm. much more engaging. And mm. then yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's just because I don't know maybe. It, it was so good that then the men's on afterwards it was yeah. like an anticlimax yeah, yeah. but but no the, the women definitely represented and then uh, and then yes yeah, so Katata won Kipchoge didn't Did didn't win no, no. way back in 8th place mm. 206 per mile uh, 206 marathon 206.49 he got rubbish <laughs> needs to pull his finger out don't he just don't he just <laughs> slap he should, should be at least a two, sub two hours, shouldn't he? <laughs> at least a sub two hours. Sub two hours. Yeah, with, with his split. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, so yeah, but it was still an exciting finish, wasn't it? Um, uh, Qatar to beat yeah, Kipchumba in a, a sprint, sprint finish. finish yeah. um, and Kipchoge back in eighth. Yeah. Afterwards, he said he had an, an ear problem. Right. He said that was that was he struck his ear blocked up. Yeah. And then... Excuses, excuses. <laughs> <laughs> the best men's marathon runner of all time, possibly, and you're <laughs> liar. <laughs> <laughs> that's, something I'd, that's something I'd say though if I were if I were struggling. It know. just it just proves he's mortal, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Because yeah. it because it, it, it hasn't seemed that way. It can happen to any of us, can it? Yeah, yeah, it just mm. proves he's mortal. But um, but yeah, he said he seized up and uh, I'm sure he'll be back. Yeah. I mean, he's he's, he's he 30, 35 now, I think. So he's not got mm. too long left. But yeah. I'm sure he'll I'm sure he'll come back stronger. Uh, so yeah. Yeah, that was good. Mm. Um, but yeah, London Marathon was great. Uh, one thing to point out is the wheelchair races are still going on as we're recording right, this. Yes. So uh, David Weir's racing, um, uh, we're missing that, which is a shame because this is the only time we could record. But yes. um, we'll put a little a little caveat on the mm. end with how the wheelchair races went when because because um, just just as amazing, if not more inspirational than yeah, the guys yeah. and the girls. Hard that. work. Oh. Gotta be hard work that. With my upper body strength. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be yeah. hard work. Uh, yeah. I've just just did a three day marathon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, yeah, yes. no, incredible, incredible the guys and girls that do that. So and yeah, plenty of people out there now still running, actually doing the virtual, virtual one. Yes, yes. So I, uh, I that, that was how I spent my. I actually missed half the men's race. I watched the the girls and then I missed half the men's race because I was out with Paul. Yes, uh, one of our producers and um, doing his first ever marathon. Oh wow! 
Yep, uh, we did. Uh, we did laps of our local, our local lake. Yeah, the uh, eight and a half was it? Eight and a half. I laps. thought that was bad until I uh, read that about the London the, Marathon. The nineteen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't too bad actually. No, it was good. We, um, we I, I was meant to go down and do the last ten k within the last two laps, but my timekeeping skills are just right. horrendous. How, how far did you go in there? I ended up running a half marathon. All right. <laughs> I hadn't eaten. I didn't take anything to fuel. Also, um, that's why when I got back got here, you were troughing your face. Yeah, with a, with, with a corn. <laughs> pickle sandwich yeah um yeah but he, yeah he did amazing he ran with his friend as well um who also did really really well i think they came in about the four hour 30 mark yeah. which for first marathon with yeah. no kind of adrenaline a few of stops yeah, races yeah. And, few and, stops, and people but... around you mm. amazing but the thing that was so cool so so cool was um uh, there was a lot of people it's quite a popular park yes uh, it is yeah. robber valley and there was quite a lot of, there was so many people out with the race numbers. Yeah, it was amazing. I bet that was quite cool, though, to see. Cause I've seen some stories on Instagram today of people out in um, Derbyshire and stuff and you know, doing trail walks and stuff. Yeah. And they've been taking pictures of runners coming back past them with bibs on and stuff. Yeah. So I bet it's been quite yeah. an emotional day to it was, sometimes it, as well. It, it was really good. And it was people of all shapes, age and sizes. Yeah, all getting um, it done. All getting it done. All just, just going for it. I mean, uh, Lou... Uh, another one of our producers is mm. uh, she. She did it. Uh, she walked it. All right. Um, yeah, she had, she had done the training, so yeah. she's like, I'm still doing it. Walked, which is Fair just enough. incredible. Um, but yeah, it was really nice to see kind of like the, the high five. Well, not high fives. Yeah. Distancing, but the clapping. Yeah. And the, well, you're giving each other the, the thumbs old, up. The type. old thumbs up. The old nods. The yeah. more miles you do, the, 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 the wave and the keep it up turn into a bit of a. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm dying. But keep going. <laughs> yeah. Well done. Nearly there now. I've only done 15 miles. All right. <laughs> Um, but no, uh, it's amazing, and uh, so everybody who's who's done it yeah. uh, today, uh, well done well to done. you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Hats off. Hats off, indeed. Even though neither is a word, hats. <laughs> Hypothetical hats. Um, so yeah, so that's London. It was. It was. I think considering everything. Yeah. Considering the fact that it's basically a virtual race with a couple of yeah. elites running it, mm-hmm. and it's a completely different course, and it's a lapped course, and it was a rainy day. And they've cancelled it and re-raised it two or three times. I would call it a success. Yes, I think it was. It's, it's, it's been yeah. a good day. I it does, yeah, yeah, especially, yeah, definitely. Good, good. So, a uh, bit of inspiration <clears throat> to get in the ballot next year. I've already entered it. Have you? I've entered it this afternoon. Have so you? It's it. in October, though, isn't it? Yes. See, I'm doing Berlin that year, so right. I might leave it and mm. but try definitely try for 2022. Yeah. I think. So, Matthew. Yes. Do you remember how last week we said that we were going to try and promote some of the local businesses that are in the running yes, community? Yes, like you did with Mornway last week, yeah. Correct, sir, like we did with Mornway last week. Uh, well, the ladies in the group, right. uh, in our production team, have insisted right. that uh, the next company we talk about yes. are Lucy Lockett Loves. Yes, lovely lovely leggings. Lo- you won't find me wearing them, but look at for that. the ladies... Look that alliteration from you, you little <laughs> devil, you little literally literacy <laughs> devil. Um, yeah, so uh, Lucy Lockett Loves is a family-run uh, leisure and fitness brand. They're based out of Yorkshire, yeah. Yorkshire. Um, <laughs> so we obviously love them straight away. Uh, super funky, loud print designs. Yeah. They don't just do leggings, but that's kind of yeah, like the buffs thing. and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah but the leggings draw your eyes to it, including yeah. a new Christmas range. Yes, and all the girls on the group chat are basically. Falling over themselves yes. to, to get something. Well, like wrapping pa- Christmas wrapping paper, don't they? But 
Uh, but that is a good thing amongst uh, the female running community. Uh, they, they they do look cool. Were I a were I a particularly extrovert lady, I feel that would be the pair of leggings for me. Um, uh, great company. Uh, Lucy is super successful, super hardworking, um, absolutely deserving of you going and having a look. Yeah. Uh, the website is locketloves.com. She's also on Instagram yep. as Lucy Lockett Loves. loves. Uh, yep. <laughs> Lots of L's in this. Yep, so uh, loads of stuff to check out on there, like we said, um, including, there is something for me, a vegan cookbook. Really? Yeah. Oh, nice so one. A vegan cookbook. Nice one. Do you know you can get 15% off that as well? Can I now? You can. How do I do that, Matthew? <laughs> well, all you need to do, go on the website, yep. decide what you want, yep. and enter our very special code we've managed to uh, bag for you. And what Which is our very special code? WTF15. WTF15. That's all right, isn't it? it is. So, yeah, get over, check out uh, Lucy Lockett Loves, tell them that we sent you, <laughs> and uh, stick the code and get yourself at the discount. And uh, seriously, guys, I know we, we, we make everything into a joke, but great company, yes. great lady, uh, doing good things, Yorkshire, so Yorkshire, we like Yorkshire. her. Yorkshire. So, yeah, go and check Lucy out. Um, and on that note, Matthew, should we have a chat with the awesome Andy Bradley? We shall, yes. Let's get over to him. Let's do it. Andy, how we doing, dude? You all right? Yeah, not too bad. Thanks, mate. Yeah, good, good. Uh, I've got loads loads to get to today. I think it's going to be a really, really great chat. But before we get started, am I right in saying you've moved today, haven't you? I have, yeah. So just nice and settled in my new pad now. Yeah, yeah. Long day? It certainly has. Uh, so long that I forgot to have breakfast and lunch. <laughs> yeah yeah well that's normally the way it goes isn't it but thank you so much for taking the time to speak to me in amongst all the craziness of a move it, re- it really is appreciated no um so we've got tons and tons to talk about mate but um uh, as uh hopefully is going to be a common thread with with these interviews that we do these catch-ups i probably like to call them rather than interviews common thread that binds us is running so um do you want to start by telling us a little bit about how you first you first kind of got into running yeah, no worries. It's probably around about 2015, 2016 now. Um, I've, I've never been into running. Even when I was younger, I always used to go to the gym a lot. But it was about building muscle, doing weights, never done cardio. It never interested me. I really honestly was never interested in it at all. Then around about 2015, 16, I was at a party with some friends. My friends is a very good runner. He runs for the Kirby Milers and he's, you know, he's a really strong runner. And he was talking about how amazing running is and why I don't want to do it. It's great for me. And I just blew it off straight away. Thought, not interested, not even going to try it. And he just, I think he dared me. I'm one of these people. If someone dares me to do something, <laughs> I just go and do it. So he dared me to go out for a run. Um, and I think one or two weeks passed and it started playing on my mind a bit. And I think what really turned it was I was taking my, my boy to bed one night and I was walking up the stairs and I got tired. I got out of breath. So I thought I really do need to, you know, as much as the the weights are good, I need to work on cardio. So yeah. that conversation played on my mind and I went for a run the next day. I only managed, I think, half a mile, but I felt good. You know, after that run, I thought, okay, I think I can see this. I'll just stick to it for a bit. Uh, so I did, I stuck to it for a while. Um, and then I joined a club to give me that extra kick. Uh, and then the rest, as they say, was history. Yeah, I mean, it's funny you say it as well, because do you mind if I ask, how, how old were you when you had your, uh, you're taking your kid up the stairs epiphany? Uh, probably about 31. 
yeah, mate, it's it's just it's just a common story. I was exactly the same. I think I got to I turned thirty, my metabolism just gave up on me, and it was like you have kids, don't you? And you put on that little bit of uh, sort of baby weight. I think is the best way to call it. And then uh, and then yeah. So so how did um so what 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 happened then? So I'm guessing started with some races, that kind of thing. Yeah, uh, so one of the first races I've done was the uh, Justice for the 96 run yeah. in Liverpool. Um, it was just a 5K, just to run it with friends, you know, nothing too serious. But I got the bug after that race, and I think next round about October, I'd done a charity race for Cancer Research UK, one of those Tough Mudders. No, not it wasn't Tough Mudder. It was a Tough 10K. They mm-hmm. do Tough 10Ks, Tougher 10Ks, and Toughest 10Ks. This was a sort of a middle-of-the-road one. Um, so I got that booked and then in the October I ran the Matalan 10k round H3 race course and I think after those three races that's when I really realised that this is what I want to do Yeah, brilliant so it is, I'm guessing that, that that's when stuff started getting a bit more serious, training a bit more, all that kind of thing. Absolutely, and I joined the running club uh, so the first running club I joined was the Nosley Harriers, yeah. uh, so I started going to a few training sessions there uh, and then that's when Park Run kicked in as well um, oh, sorry, sorry. So, is your uh, are you not is Nosley your local park run? It is, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, ironically enough, uh, on the show, on last week's show, if you ever listened to it before yours, I tell a story about Nosley Park Run. I, I, I went to Nosley Park Run purposely to try and get myself a top 10 finish because I knew there'd be less people there. That's how pathetic I am. <laughs> but uh, if you can get some quick, it's a bit of a tough course, though. It is, it is deceptively, isn't it? Stadmore, yeah. yeah, yeah, it is, yeah, yeah. yeah. It is. It is. There's like a, a quite a big hill. It's a two lapper as well, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's a nice park though. If the weather's lovely, nice, yeah. good one. Yeah. Lovely park. Yeah, lovely park. See, I'm I, I'm witness born and bred, so we've got an awful park run. So, <laughs> Nosley's Nosley's the dream. That's where I've got my PB. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Is it? See, I, I, I can't stand it because maybe it's because I'm from Witness and I hate Witness, but yeah. I think it's one of those where I, I think I was saying it to to someone today. It's it's not hilly enough to say it's a hilly course yeah. but that that little incline up to the duck pond's not 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 the dream is it it takes you by surprise and i think you know it's two and a half lap course as well isn't it so you get uh, three, three and a half i think it is. Course, yeah, yeah 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 it is it's one of them uh anyway so uh, we'll we'll move on because otherwise anyone from outside the northwest of england is going to zone out completely from yeah. us off. <laughs> um so um so Talk me through how that then kind of like developed from, so 10Ks, you've got the bug, you've joined a running club. Um, how's, how's your running journey then progressing in, in the following years? So the running club gave me the, um, the foundation, really. Uh, Park Run gave me the, the carried on with the bug. And then I fancied a half marathon. So I'd done the Liverpool half marathon. Uh, and I've done about three or four over the, the years that followed. Uh, and then I think, that, that's when I really knew that, well, I struggled at the, the half marathon, to be honest. I think it was a hot day. It was one of the hot days in Liverpool. There was mm-hmm. lots of people that were collapsing on the course. Um, and even though it was a challenge, I enjoyed it. But back then, uh, and I still struggle a little bit now, when it comes to the longer distances, I really feel sick after it. So a lot of the time, it, it's down to me just not fueling or taking on enough liquids uh, on the run. And I always feel sick. But I think since this has happened to me uh, this year, anyway, I'm a lot better. So I'm focused an awful lot more on that, on the nutrition and the hydration when running. Yeah, yeah, and 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 I think we all fall foul of it, don't we? We think we're invincible running those middle distances, and then all of a sudden you get to a half kind of marathon distance, and 
you're not fueling, you're not having breakfast in the morning, and and yeah, it, it, it bites us all at one point, doesn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, so you, you mentioned you mentioned what happened then. So let let's segue into that. I think um, so. Talk talk to me what happened in in, in September two thousand and nineteen. Then, so it was it was going well up until uh, September. So I, I think I got PB at Witness Park Run on the January. Mm-hmm. I think I'd done sort of twenty two thirteen or twenty one thirteen. I can't remember what it was around about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was flying. Uh, my training was going well. My health was well. Uh, I was going to the gym three four times a week. I was running three, four times a week, so it was everything was going well. And then it was just out the blue on I think a Friday night. I just I come back I went for a run with a friend Simon. I come back, went to bed as normal again, felt fine. Um, but then I woke up in the middle of the night, uh, apparently um, just crying with pain in my head. And my wife was obviously concerned at the time. And then I just got out of bed, went to the toilet been sick got back into bed and then that's it she struggled to wake me up i was fitting foaming at the mouth and yeah the next thing i will i remember i was it was two and a half weeks later in hospital wow wow flipping it so 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 talk me through so it it was a brain hemorrhage then it it was a brain hemorrhage yeah it taken a i think at first when the paramedics arrived they had a a feeling it was either a brain hemorrhage or a stroke uh, Mm -hmm. just by the symptoms um, but I was taken to Witness Hospital, and they mm-hmm. they skyped in the Broad Green. Uh, no, they they skyped in the Walton Centre. Mm-hmm. I think the Northwest Hospital for Head Injuries. They're the specialists, so they skyped in them, uh, and then over the the video, uh, they diagnosed it as a brain hemorrhage, and then I was taken to the, the Walton Centre for treatment and operation. Wow. Well, and, and just to clarify, from everything we've been talking about for the last 10 minutes, you were in the best shape of your life at this point, weren't you? Absolutely. Yeah, I had no reason to believe that anything could go wrong. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it was quite a shock. And obviously, my boys were in the house at the time as well. So they seen the ambulance turn up, the paramedics come in. They had to kick the baby gate off. So there was a lot of noise, you know, very early in the morning. Um, so it, was, it wasn't nice for them to see, you know, daddy being carried out to the, to the ambulance. No, definitely proof that we're all we're all mortal, aren't we? Um, um, so talk me through what what happened next. Then, so you, two and a half weeks, you're in you're in a coma, um, yeah. and then and then talk me through. So you you come out of that back end of September. I'm I'm guessing from looking at my dates, and then and then what what happens then? What 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 does the the rehabilitation picture look like? What's the next steps for you and your family? Yeah, so I I don't really remember much of it back then. All I know mm. is that two and a half weeks passed. I woke up. I was an argumentative person. I just, I thought things had happened when they didn't, but that, I think that was just my brain healing. So I was having arguments with my wife, adamant that something happened, or I was having a conversation with someone, and she was like, no, it didn't happen. And then she'd speak to the nurses, and they're like, no, he's making it up. Mm-hmm. So it was quite a difficult time, because it's taken me, I think, a couple of weeks to realise that uh, there's still work to do here. Uh, mm-hmm. I think when I woke up, I didn't know what happened. I just thought I'd been asleep. I didn't re- remember a thing. Um, but then, you know, when things started to show that something's not quite right here, that's when it did take me by surprise. Um, so I spent a bit of time in the Walton Centre, worked with the physios and the doctors, um, just basic uh, strength building. Uh, and then they said, you need to go to a rehabilitation centre. Uh, there's a, a centre in St. Helens Hospital. 
um, Seddon Suite. Um, and they said, that's the best place for you, but you're not likely to get a place. It's like gold dust. People come flying from all over the country, even from the Isle of Man, uh, to get a place at this hospital. And so they didn't expect me to get a place at all. But luckily enough, uh, I think two days later, they, I got a place. So I was taken to um, St. Helens Hospital um, in their Seddon Suite. And that's where my rehabilitation journey properly started. Wow. And l- lucky, but, you know, think things I like to think happen for a reason. And, and yeah. So, so talk me through your rehabilitation then. So so you're in St. Helens. You, you managed to get this place. Um, what, what, what does rehabilitation look like for you then in, in those first few weeks and months? Well, it was a specialist centre, so it was quite intense. I had a psychiatrist. I had a physio. I had a... Uh, occupational therapist, a nurse, a doctor. So there was quite a broad team of people looking after me. And every day I had physio for a bit. Um, Every other day I had occupational therapy. Once a week I had, I spoke to the psychologist. um, And a plan was built around that. And it was was a bit of a family unit, to be honest. There were those people all ages. It was mostly older than me. um, All different brain injuries. um, All different stories. And it was quite nice mixing with other people that whilst you, you, you're you there for different reasons, your rehabilitation rehabilitation journey is one and the same. So you're all on a similar plan. So it was quite good speaking to other people um, that could relate to some extent of what I'm going through. I don't think anyone was, was there that had a brain hemorrhage while I was there. Um, they were recovering from different, um, different things like but. Um, it was quite intense. Um, we had, when I first woke up, obviously I couldn't walk. I kept trying to get out of bed, but I think it was just the muscle wastage in your legs or you know, my body just forgot how to get up and walk. So mm-hmm. I had to Dr. Lit teach me. That was one of the first things I was doing with the, the physios was just building the leg, leg strength to get me out of bed and stand on my own. Um, so that was quite a, I think that was quite a scary moment because I felt good. And I went to get out of bed and just fall. I just fall. Yeah, well, I couldn't do yeah, it. Of course. Um, so I was in a wheelchair for a couple of weeks, uh, building up my strength with the physios. And then that progressed to a stick. Um, well, crutches, actually. It was crutches first. And that was for a week or so. And then, again, continuing with the leg strength, building up the core strength as well. And that's when I went to a, a stick. I did a walking stick for a bit. Felt like a proper old man. But mm-hmm. yeah, necessary at the time, I thought I, I like to think I make it look cool anyway. Um, <laughs> so yeah, and I think over the space of three weeks, I went from a wheelchair to walking unaided on my own. So that they found that quite remarkable. Uh, Mate, it's I, it's incredible. So sorry to, to jump in, uh, but it's incredible. Like to say that you and do you, do you think that that is linked to the great physical shape that you were in before it happened? The fact you were able to rehabilitate so quickly. Absolutely. That's what the doctor said. They said categorically, without my fitness the way it was, I wouldn't have survived. They said, you know, you shouldn't really be here. The type of bleed I had, it was that severe. They said, people just don't survive this. You know, he's really lucky. So that was quite difficult for my wife to hear. And I think when I woke up, it was difficult for me to hear. Because as far as I was aware, I was just asleep. Mm -hmm. And obviously I knew something was wrong because I woke up in hospital. But to hear that I was so close to death, was just yeah it was quite hard to take to be honest yeah. and i don't even think i've dealt with it now no 
No, and 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 how and, and how would you? It's not it's not something you deal with quickly, yeah. is it at all? Yeah. But um, you've talked a lot about physical rehabilitation, and 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 by all means, answer this question in as much or as little detail as you feel comfortable, mate. I'm not trying to press it, but wh- where's your headspace at this point? Then, so you know, you in that kind of that October November time when you rehabilitate physically, you're in you're in the centre. Where's your headspace? Back then. I was so focused on building my strength, but I was so determined to get my fitness back because that was what saved my life. So that's what I put everything into building that. So whenever the physio says, you know, it's nine o'clock the next day, I'd never moan even if it was seven o'clock. I just got up, get ready, get get it done. And whatever work or exercises they gave me to do back at the room as well, I got on with it and I'd done extra. So I've really taken a hold of it and done as much as I can. Um, but with the headspace, because I was doing so well, I think it never really occurred to me how I was doing, dealing emotionally. And I think it was only after a few conversations with my wife around how that night actually went and hearing it back from her, I think that's when it hit me and I, I started realising there's a bit more work to do here mentally. So I was I spent a lot of time speaking to the psychologist, which she was great, just helping, just let me talk about it really. And then I think for, for that time, I was fine. Um, it was only a couple of weeks later, um, probably round about the time when, not far from when I was getting discharged, I started crying all the time. That even now, over any programme can be on, the slightest thing sets me off. So, yeah. I, I, so I know that there's still stuff I need to deal with. Um, I just need to, you know, I've got, I've got a plan. I just need to keep cracking on with it and speak about it. So that, you know, talking to you about this today with this podcast certainly is going to help me as well. And hopefully it can help other people that are going through or have been through something similar. Yeah, good, and, and I'm glad, and 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 bless you for for coming on. I'm, I'm, I'm this is, it, it 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 it's a big deal, isn't it? The, the the things. It's it's not just about the brain hemorrhage. It's not just about the physical side of things. I think you've hit the nail on the head in the sense of. Anytime anybody goes through anything in life, um, we've got to take care of our brains as much as we take care of our bodies, haven't we? Absolutely, absolutely. And it's something I've never really th- felt thought about before, um, but this really has opened my eyes up for a, you know a number of things. So and then I, I think the thing that really triggered it for me to know that there was still work to do was that my family used to come in to see me in the, the St. Helens Hospital. Um, my eldest, who's now six, was fine. But my youngest, who was two, now three, he didn't recognise me. Yeah. So it was really difficult at the time. <laughs> Sorry. It was difficult for him coming in. Sorry. That's okay. <clears throat> and we wanted a cuddle off from And he wouldn't come near me. Yeah, it's. I mean, I, I've got kids as well, dude, and 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 I think a lot of the time we we think about it's it's like you said with your rehabilitation and the focus on the physical side of things. It's easy to focus on you, isn't it? We almost, I yeah. think, as dads, you stop, you kind of stop caring about yourself when you have kids, don't you? And it's only the impact that you have on your children that's kind of how you gauge what's going well and what's going badly. So I can completely sympathize and empathize with with what you're saying i think that the impact that we have on our children and 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 something like that's just it's harrowing isn't it and it's and it's tough but but i i assume it's something that coming through now and and and, you know as hopefully ultimately making the relationship with the kids stronger as as the months go by 
Absolutely. So I think round about the just before a couple of weeks before I was discharged, they try they trial you at home. So they go to they come up to your, your house, the occupational therapists, the physios, they come out to your house and just do a quick check to make sure that it's safe. It's you know, it's got what I need. Uh, I was quite lucky in the house I was in at the time, it had the toilet downstairs. So I think that really helped with them the big get the big tick to get him home. So they trialed me at home um, for a couple of weeks. At the first I was allowed at home one night and the week after it went well so it was two nights and then that's when they started looking at the release plan um, but it was really at that time just when I started to spend time at home that's when the boys really realized that he was back and that's yeah. when I started to feel like do you know what yes I've got a lot, I've been through a lot I'm getting there still a lot to do but that, that's being at home I think is really when it started to feel a lot better. That was, yeah. And it was just before Christmas as well, so it was perfect timing. Really. Good, good timing. And I, I guess it's that sense of, of, of something resembling normality, isn't it? That's what kids strive for. And, and, like, and like you said, quite aptly, have, having daddy home and not in a strange place and, and you know, back in the environment they, they know, they remember you in. That's the... That, that, that that's the the way that hopefully we, we, we kind of build on those things so um so talk to me then talk to me about afterwards okay so I want to move I want to move past the um uh, the, the incident now and, and, and the immediate re- rehabilitation because I followed your story probably since about the start of this year um through social media and it's 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 inspirational to see what you're doing and, and 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 that's me being just just straight up and honest with you um talk to me about about what life's looked like from a running perspective since you've you've kind of started to to get back into things following your rehabilitation so right around christmas time and everything it was just about the family um but then come new year it started to ring true again that my fitness say without question saved my life so it was very important to me that I built that back up. So I, I got running. Uh, I just, I felt, I got my balance back first. So when I was out of, out of the hospital, I built my balance back, done more core work, done a lot of um, uh, fitness sessions in the house just to try and build the base cardio. And then I went out for a short run at first. I had to be accompanied. So mm-hmm. I ran with friends, um, with Simon, one of the friends that I run with. I ran with him. Um, a couple of times, built my base layer, and then once, to be honest, it was just about proving to the wife that I can be trusted when I'm out. Because <laughs> obviously, with everything that's gone, you know, the last thing she wants is for me to have another brain hemorrhage or have yeah. an incident, and I'm there on my own. There's no one there, so that was a bit worrying, and it gave me something to really think about when I'm running to make sure that I stick to routes where there's plenty of people, and I'm not going in the middle of nowhere where, I, you know, if something. God forbid if everything did happen again, I wouldn't be found. Mm-hmm. So that stuck in my mind. So I tried to get out two, three times a week. Just at the first, I was doing run walk for 5K and just built on from that, really. Uh, and each, as each week passed, I built, I added another kilometre on. Um, and it's probably been four or five months now, and I'm still doing the run walk. It's mm-hmm. only been this last couple of weeks when I'm doing solid runs again. Um, but that doesn't really bother me. As I say, it's just about building my base fitness back up and just keeping it and maintaining it, really. Yeah, and, and I was I, that was one of the questions that I really wanted to ask in that we... We can be a little bit fickle as runners, can't we? And and, and we think we, we think that everything revolves around times and PBs and, and paces. But have you found, I'm, I'm assuming that that's flipped completely on its head since you've come back in terms of what you want to get out of running? Absolutely. Yeah, so before I had the brain hemorrhage, I was about smashing that 5K PB. Mm-hmm. 
So I got down, I think, from overall, I think I was running 25, 26 minute 5K to run in the low 22s. And I was mm-hmm. chasing that sub 22, that 21 minute 5K. And I was close to it, Witness Park Run. Um, and that's all I was focused. I wasn't really interested in the long run. It was just about smashing that 5K PB. And every time I went for a run, I wanted to beat the last run. I wanted to beat the last segment. I wanted to beat the last mile every time. And I was just so competitive. And I'm quite a competitive person, to be honest, as well, anyway. Um, but that's all I was thinking about. Whereas now, it's just about fitness. I do fall into that trap now and again. If I'm on a segment and I know I'm, I'm running well and I'm at a good pace, I do push it sometimes. But I've really got to watch my heart rate. So that mm-hmm. flicking back to the heart rate and seeing where my heart rate is really just brings me back down to where thinking, no, don't go chasing times. It's just about your fitness. So I think that's where I have completely done a 180, completely gone the other direction now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and talk to me then about um, about Instagram and about social media. How Because your story, you know, I, I, I really look forward to when you pop up in that little square, it's a little circle at the top, and I can see what you've been doing. Um, recently, how how have you found that that's helped you with your rehabilitation, um, but also in being able to help other people? I think for me, um, it it gets me talking about it. So people ask questions. I, I answer any question that comes my way. You know, everything's open there, so I'm more than happy to answer any question. But I think for what really hit me is the amount of support. So I, I always had, I thought, like quite a decent number of followers. But since my brain hemorrhage and those posts that followed, because my wife let everyone know what was going on because I had so many friends and support on Instagram and seeing the reaction from those posts has blown me away. So when I was in hospital, obviously, I I started catching up on them all. And I think it was only really three or four months later that I managed to go through all of those comments. So it was just astronomical. So I think I had like 2,000 or so extra followers. And it was just... When people message you and saying, you've helped me get out and run today, hearing your story, really made me want to continue to share it, knowing that not only is it helping me by talking about it, but I also help other people by getting them moving, getting them off the couch. You know, there's so many times people say, oh, it's raining, I can't go out, or I can't run that distance. You know, just get out and do it, just even if it's a mile, doesn't matter what you do, just get out and do it. So I think that's really helped me, you know, seeing the support I've had on Instagram, it's just, it's gone beyond my wildest dreams, to be honest. It's been, I've made so many new friends from it. It's just been mind-blowing. And then I think they've done the run for Andy as well on the 4th of, I think, 4th or 5th of October. Yeah. I just, I could not believe that. And seeing all the, all the tags from that, it was just, it was just fantastic. And my little boy, well, again, that they've done that in Nosley Park run. I think they've done it all around the country, different groups. Um, but the, the Nosley Park run put a run on specially for that, uh, run for Andy, and Isaac ran the last bit as well. Wow. So I've got a video of him running, and he just loves it. And he's, he's into running now. Because yeah. of that, he's into running. He's going to do junior park run with Daddy. Yeah, bless him. And then and hopefully you can get, maybe I'll bring my kids and try and get them into running, because I can't get them off the couch for love nor money. Um, so talk to me then uh up stuff that's coming up so you are training if it ever happens for manchester marathon i believe correct yeah yeah so i've started up in my long runs um i, I think it's only really been this last four well four to six weeks 
that have really upped the mileage to like 10 and 10 miles and even half marathons. So I ran my first half marathon post brain hemorrhage, I think about five, six weeks ago now. And I got my quickest ever half marathon. I think it was one hour 57 and it was my quickest ever. And that was run walking. That wasn't solid running. That was run walking. And I've never, I think the closest I've got to that was Liverpool where I ran a two hour marathon, uh, sorry, two hour half. Mm -hmm. um, And, it was disqualified because I think the course was measured measured short. Right. Um, right. So yeah, I mean, I mean that's amazing to say that. Oh yeah, I'm I'm not bothered about times, but you're still you're still running PBs, which yeah. which is which is awesome. So um, so man, are you raising money for anyone from Manchester? No, I'm not raising money. Um, no, just doing me. it for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, I, I'm, glad, I'm glad at first because I was meant to be. I think when it was first happening, it was meant to be March this year, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, and I postponed it because there was no way I was ready. I knew in January there's no way I could ever run half a marathon, even if I was walking. And I didn't really want to walk. I wanted to run walk at the yeah. very, little, very least. Um, so I I postponed it. And then it turns out it was cancelled until next year anyway, isn't it? So uh, it's yeah. fine. That gives me much more time to prepare for it. So, yeah, I'm not too sure when the plan's going to kick in, but I will be training for that marathon and I'll be seeing people next year, yeah. Yeah, amazing, and, and and I think we all need to all need to follow that. It's be pretty pretty inspirational, mate. Which is a word that I've used I've used an awful lot. We'll uh, we'll, we'll we'll wrap it up uh, in just a moment. But is there anything that you want to plug? Anybody you want to shout out? Anything that you're anyone that you're representing? Anything you wanted to to, to mention before we're done? No, just really to thank everyone on Instagram who um, makes time for me, uh, makes time to check up on me. Um, you know, sends me messages, you know, to everyone on Instagram. I appreciate you all so much. I enjoy sharing my story. If I can help you at all, you know, by all means, DM me. I think a lot of people have sent me messages just for questions about running. How can I motivate them? So I'm more than happy to support anyone. Um, so yeah, just pretty much everyone I follow have just been fantastic. Amazing, mate. And you are run underscore bradders underscore run on Instagram. That's right, isn't it? That is correct, yes. Yeah. yeah. But don't have to sack the research team for, yeah. for writing it down like that. <laughs> Lovely. Um, okay, so I'm going to let you get back to your evening in your brand new house, Andy. Uh, however, I will hold you to, uh, can we make sure we do a witness park run together when coronavirus is over, please? You absolutely can, mate. No problem. Yeah. Superstar. All right. Thank you so much for time. You're an absolute legend, mate. Thank you for yeah, sharing no your story with me. No um, I really, really enjoyed this last half an hour. All right. No worries. Take care. All the best, All right. mate. Bye now. Bye. Bye. Hi. Matt here. While we take a quick break from the stupidity of the podcast, I want to take a minute to talk about something that's not stupid at all. Something that's a little more sensitive. Us guys and girls on the show, along with many of you listening, go through our day with the many stresses and struggles life throws our way. Challenges of juggling family, work and finances. Sometimes these challenges can become overwhelming and the sensitive subject of mental health rears its ugly head. I for one have suffered with these struggles. However, a coping mechanism for me is running. Putting my body through tough physical exertion definitely has a calming effect and it clears my head. Luckily though, it's becoming more acceptable to talk about and us at What The Fortnite Podcast think that can only be a good thing. Many sports institutions have gotten on board and partnered with mental health charities. England Athletics have the Run and Talk programme. 
the English Football League are partnered with Mind, and the good old FA Cup is now known as the Heads Up FA Cup in support of the Duke of Cambridge's campaign for mental health. And this is to create awareness and spark conversation. And hopefully, us talking to people about their own struggles on this show will only help that further. So I encourage you not to suffer in silence. There are many charities available to help. 24 hour phone lines, text chats and emails from places like Anxiety UK, Mind, Calm and even our good old NHS have a 24 hour dedicated helpline. Most importantly, reach out and talk to someone. Thanks for listening. Now let's get back to the show. And there you go. That was Andy Bradley. I enjoyed that one. Good, that was good, yeah. Quite emotional, but super inspirational. Yeah, what a guy. Really good. What a guy. Can you believe how quickly he came back? Yeah, if it was like, and like I said, if it wasn't for his uh, him, him starting running all them years ago, or last couple of years ago, yeah. wasn't it? He wouldn't, probably wouldn't have been where he is, he is yeah. now. Yeah, it's incredible. It's yes. really, really amazing. Um, yeah, what a guy. What a guy. I, 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 there's just, nothing really much more to say about that. I think, that, I think the interview said it all, didn't it? Yeah, really? yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you so much, Andy, if you're listening, for, for doing that. And, and I hope that you guys um, uh, enjoyed that. I hope you go and give Andy a follow. He's mm. on Instagram at Run Brothers Run. Um, yeah, he's, he's he's an awesome guy, super inspirational. Um, just follow him, follow him, follow him. Um, and, he, and have a chat to him because he's a yeah. super friendly, approachable is, guy yeah, as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, oh, one thing I forgot to mention, Matthew. Yes. We were talking about London Marathon before. We was. We talked about how well the, the Brits did, the, the ladies. The ladies. Oh, yeah, we've got the men, didn't we? Didn't talk about the chaps, we've did the we? Men, yeah. Didn't talk about the chaps. So, Johnny Meller won. Yes, he did in two, two hours ten. Uh, Which, just over two hours ten. Yeah, kind of to be expected. He's, yeah. he's, he's, he's pretty, pretty, pretty special, Johnny. Um, but then another really good news yeah, story. Yeah, I think the best story out of this is uh, Ben Connor yeah. qualifying. Got his Olympic qualifying. Yes, yes. Just, just, just ten yeah. seconds in it. Dropped drop down to his knees at the end, didn't did, he? Yeah. Amazing. Um, cool. Uh, well, well done. I don't know why you're not going to be listening. I don't know why I'm saying this, but if by some chance Johnny Meller, Ben Connor, <laughs> or any of the other athletes are listening, well done <laughs> to you. Um, we've got a few bits to get to before we let people go. The most exciting part of the show, the Make Matt Run Challenge. <laughs> yes. How did you get on? I, I, well, what you didn't know is I was kind of subliminally giving you messages to right. say that run, you can do a dinosaur. Right. Because my streets... Around my house, kind of right. Look up, you know. Look, look a bit like a dinosaur. Your streets look like a dinosaur. Well, that's, that's nonsense. The roads around my street, right? You could, because I live on about my street. There's a, a long straight road, and then they have roads coming up from it. If you, if you can try to get what I'm coming like, from, <laughs> just like any housing estate in Britain. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. What are you trying to say? So I'm, I'm saying that I mind fucked you. <laughs> Are you trying to say that you've outsmarted me? Yes, I did. But you, do, you can't explain how you outsmarted me. I can't me. explain that. <laughs> I it think is, that makes it, it worse for me. It is me you're talking to it about. Right, okay. <laughs> right, okay. So, uh, should we have a look? Yes, go on then. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, now would be a good time, if you haven't already done so, to pop over to one of our social media pages and have a little look at the picture that we share. I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised, my friend. Oh, Matt, that's quite good. <laughs> See, my road, my road there, along the bottom, it's a straight road, and then the legs come off it. Yeah, I kind of get what you're saying, yeah. but it's still a stretch. But that doesn't, 
you've actually done quite well here, mate, and that is a bit disappointing because it kind of, <laughs> it kind of ruins the segment. Well, I am quite an arty person. You are quite an arty person, actually. I think I think you might have mind fudged me yes. a little bit in this one. Uh, you might have been humping my brain. Um, <laughs> it's good. Uh, I mean, apart from the tiny little legs, what's yeah. that? A, like he, he's got legs like you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's going to take him a lot of steps to do a marathon, isn't it? Bless him. And his, and his head's a funny shape. He's got like a rock-shaped head. He's got a mouth, though. It has, yes, yeah, see? Oh, mate. Good, I, I thought right. of everything. You really did. Uh, I've got to give you a harder one. That was... That, I, uh, that is a... 1-0 uh, Matthew. 1-0 Matthew. Conceded. Guess it. I will socially distance uh, shake your hand. Um, yeah, I'm annoyed at that. That... Why... It's meant to be shit, man. <laughs> right, I'm going to give you a harder one. So, right. uh, I'm spitballing, I'm thinking. Um, London Marathon's Oh, it does, yes. London Marathon. Theme, theme it around that. Yeah. Go on, yeah, then. 100% we're on the same wavelength. No, shut up. I could draw, I could draw a river. Stop. That's kind of like wave, Stop talking. Not, you're not, not going to get your weird little hypothetical <laughs> penis near my brain again. Um, shut up, and I'm going to think for it myself. I'll look away. So <laughs> he's actually looking away. Um, so a uh, uh, landmark. You can do a landmark in London, right? But I'm not going to make it easy. I can do the Millennium. Uh, no, not the bridge. The uh... why are you talking? Okay, right. So you can do Big Ben, right? What? Big Ben, right? Yeah, okay. but it's not it, not easy. Not just the outline, right? Yeah, I want you to do Big Ben at three o'clock. I have to check my duties next week then because I'm working in the afternoon. What? I'm working in the afternoon. You want me to do, do Big Ben at three o'clock? I'm working in the afternoon next week. <laughs> You're joking, aren't you? No. <laughs> Not at three o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, you want me to do the tap on the clock? On the clock, you melon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'll just... Oh dear. Can we, can we, can we, I don't want to cut. Can we cut that? Can we cut that? No, no, keep going. Keep going. <laughs> okay, so no, not not. I don't care what time of day you do it. You do whenever your little brain desires. But the clock, right? You need to draw the clock on big as well the as clock, the clock face. The clock face, at, and it's three. See, why didn't, you, why didn't you say that before? You need. I want you to draw the clock face. I don't. I don't, face I don't, I don't feel o'clock. like it needed expanded. Out, if I'm completely honest. <laughs> Uh, is that okay Big Ben yeah. bit more of a challenge yeah, yeah, yeah. with the clock face yeah, I could try that yeah Yeah. Okay. I don't know where I can... well that's the point you've got to figure it out you've got a week <clears throat> a week you've got a week if it's all like my dinosaur it's going to be amazing your dinosaur is pretty good to be fair <laughs> it is pretty good can I have that in writing uh, no <laughs> no um, so yes so make Matt run make Matt run the make Matt run challenge that was better than mine yeah, Fair play. You 2-0. <laughs> uh, I, need, I need you to really screw up this Big Ben. <laughs> um, right, so, we're nearly out of here, but good news story. Matthew, have yeah, you found one for me this week? We've found another good news story. This time it's a 96-year-old grandmother. Right. Uh, Betty Lindbergh. Yes. Uh, during lockdown, she's been absolutely smashing it. Yeah, where's she from? Is she young? She is, she's from uh, America, yes, Atlanta. Yeah. Atlanta, uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta. Well, that was quite quite good, that. Yeah, thank well you. Well done. 
Cheers. <laughs> yeah, so she's been doing um, some 200, 400 metres and uh, 800 metres a mile. Yeah. And 5K events. Uh, at 96 at 96 year old see, see I know this story so this is the lady isn't it correct me if I'm wrong that she's basically decided in lockdown own a daughter yes they found and, all the and a daughter's 69 in her own right in her own right yeah and they've got and found all the world, world records, records yeah for those distances so like, in her age bracket yes and she's just gone and knocked them down one <laughs> she's by one just gone and smashed them all <laughs> absolutely smashed them all what have, what have you done in lockdown Matt um not much. <laughs> a few runs. <laughs> That's amazing. What's it? Betty Lindbergh. Betty Lindbergh. Betty yes. Lindbergh. Yeah, what a hero! Absolutely smashed it. And where, where, where did you find the article? That, Matt? that was on uh, Women's Running. Uh, women's Running dot com. Brilliant. So people can have, can a, have a look, look, look at, at that, that if yeah. they want to learn more about Betty. Ninety six year old running all them distances and absolutely smashing the world records. Amazing. Brilliant. Just being out and <laughs> amazing. What a woman. Okay, so Betty Lindbergh, you are running Hero of the Week. We salute you. Um, and that's that, Matt. I think that's us done for today. It is, yes. Yeah, nice and easy. Um, I, any plans for running for this week? Uh, no, not just a few bit of refereeing. In fact, yeah. I've got a story about refereeing. Go on, tell me your refereeing story. <laughs> I was refereeing, my, as I alluded to last week, my son plays um, Sunny League. Yeah. And sometimes I referee him. And uh, <laughs> I was refereeing about a week and a half ago, two weeks ago. And the ball broke out of defence and the opposite team were attacking <laughs> and I was busy running backwards and I absolutely <laughs> fell flat on my arse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fell flat on my arse with about 75 parents watching front sidelines. Brilliant. I got Did the old, cheer? yeah, I got the old, way. <laughs> no bird. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, as I, as, as I picked myself up off the floor, I, uh, yeah. I reached in my back pocket for red card and sent all the parents <laughs> off from <laughs> sideline. <laughs> Very they good. found the funny side. Yeah. Good. So a bit of refing, and then yeah. you're still easing your way back from injury. I am, yes, yes. Just slow, steady runs. That's why I'm doing the refing, because it's, it's easy miles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 How about yourself? Uh, just more miles in the bank, to be honest. Speed yeah. session on Tuesday. Nice one. Um, still working towards getting middle distances down. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, just I did 13 miles with Paul today, didn't I? Yeah, so yeah. I'll probably take it a bit easy. Bit yeah, of a lower couple of rest days, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, nice one. Okay, so a couple of shout-outs. Thank you, as always, to our amazing production crew, especially calling out Paul and, and Lou Louise, for their yes. uh, London marathon efforts. Uh, today, thank you to Graham Lindley, our incredible singer-songwriter. Check him out. All the info's in our bio. Um, just, are you alone, Aurora? No. Um, <laughs> so thank you, Graham. Um, thank you so much to Andy Bradley, incredible yes. guest. Very, very excited to announce, guys, that uh, next week we have got Tom, Tom. Dunning on just, the show. Yes, mental health runner. Mental health runner. Um, it's again. It's going to be a completely different vibe again yeah. um, to, to to this week and last week. It is World Mental Health Day on the tenth of October. Yeah. Um, so it's the first show after that. Um, so it's a mental health themed show. It we've is. been dropping a few hints yeah, about yeah. that um, as we've been going. Uh, we've already recorded this. It's a brilliant one. Um, Tom does not pull any punches. Nope. He does not shy away from the subject. His journey is nothing short of jaw-droppingly inspiring 
that he's still with us and that he's doing the amazing things yes. that he's doing. So not to give too much away, but you have to, have to, have to rate, subscribe, <laughs> review, download, uh, listen to it because we're really proud of that one again, aren't we? Yes, yeah, definitely. Uh, so last but not least, I am at LittleRunnerBoyRob on Instagram. And I am at Matty Owls. And if you're really desperate, then we'd love a follow as well. <laughs> Matty follows everyone back. Um, yeah. And I think that's it. Should we, should we get off. back to our Sunday? Yeah. Let's, let's bugger off. Let's go. Ciao. Arrivederci.